That means units. That means families. That means bodies that are giving to the church in, a, in one month, in four weeks, in however many services they have. 8% out of 16,000. That is not a lot. And I thank God that I've, I've been a part of churches where the bodies have given. But see, the, the second that I go here, well, the church must be hurting for money. We ain't hurting for a dime. I told, uh, I told the body last week that every month since I've been here, this church has had more than the previous month. I don't know how. Don't ask me. And I don't sit there and try to figure it out and try to run the numbers because I don't want to get in the finances. I got, I got my own stuff we got to deal with. And I'm not sitting there trying to figure out what we're... I just know that God has blessed this church. We are blessed with people that give to this church. And I'm excited about that. But what I want to be more excited about is nobody in here missing out on their blessing. And nobody missing out. If this is the year you want to turn your finances around, and I said from the beginning that this is, there's something that we can all pull. But if this is one of those things where you said this year... I'm going to get my finances in order. The first place you start is giving to the church and giving to God. Because remember, this church, this is the body of Christ. You're not giving to a building. You're not giving to me as a person. You're not giving to Anchor Faith Church as a ministry. You're being obedient to what God has called you to do. 10%. And that's not hard. Whatever that figure is. You break it out and you get it. And that's it. Now offering, he's calling for offerings and that's what the Lord tells you. And that requires obedience. And I can't tell you what the Holy Spirit is telling you to give. And I don't play that game. There's ten people here God's calling to give a thousand. I don't, I don't do that. If God's telling you, then just do it. If God's saying, I need to do this, then you do it. And you expect the blessing. God says that there's a blessing in doing things when nobody else knows what you just did. There's a blessing there. So I don't need to know. I don't need to know that stuff. Well, Pastor, I, I prayed for you last night. I spent three hours of prayer. I don't need to know. Thank you. But I don't need to know because God said you can do those things in secret and your reward is with Him. I'm telling you, if you're looking for a man's reward, then you'll get a man's reward. But if you want God's reward, then you be obedient to Him and what He's asking you to do and what He's calling you to do. And this is where we start. I've never really done a whole lot on finances. I've never really done a whole lot on money. But I've told you from day one since I took this church in October, I said anything that I refuse or fail to preach to you about in God's Word is an area I can expect to see you struggle. Because the Bible says, faith comes by hearing, and hearing from the Word of God. So I can't expect you to build faith in an area you're not hearing about. And there's a lot of pastors that are refusing to talk on marriages, and they're refusing to talk on parenting, they're refusing to talk on finances. So guess what? Those are areas that probably people in their church are struggling in because they're not hearing the word on their finances. They're not hearing the word on how I should operate in my marriage. But I told you from day one that we won't hold back anything. Paul said, I am, I'm excited that I did not hold back any of the full counsel of the word of God. I don't care if you leave here 
because of what I said today. I don't care if, I don't care if you don't like it. That, that's not, I'm not here to please you. I'm here to please one person. But I thank God for a body. I thank God for this church that is teachable, that loves to hear God's word, loves to apply it, and, loves, and we're going to see some change this year. I'm telling you. You guys are going to see. We are all going to see some major breakthroughs this year in the areas that we're talking about. And we're talking about it at the beginning. We're talking about it at the start. And I can't wait to hear the testimonies. I can't wait to hear it. So here's what I want to do. Over there in Malachi chapter 3, go back to, um, we're closing with this. I probably said I'm closing five times, but we're closing now. If I had people that played instruments, this is where they'd be walking up and starting to, okay. Um, (laughs) Verse 10. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And look what he says here. And try me. Another version says, test me. Test me. He says, I dare you to obey what I'm telling you to do. Try me. This is the only challenge God gives in the Bible. So I'm going to give you a challenge. As a body and as a church, I am, the Holy Spirit led me to do this, that we're going to do one-tenth for ten. And I'm going to challenge you to give one-tenth of your income for the next ten weeks. I'm challenging you right now. Some of you may do that. Some of you may do more than that. But I'm going to challenge you right now for the next ten weeks to give 10% of your income, to look at your paycheck and whatever that is and give it. The same pastor that said he had 8%, he said if everyone in this church just gave the tithe, we'd have more than enough. Just the tithe. Be, not even including offering, not even including what the Holy Spirit leads you to do beyond that. And I'm telling you right now, I did not write this. I cannot take credit for it, and I will not. But I do have a responsibility to preach it. And what I'm excited about seeing, and look, he said to challenge him. That's what he said. That's what God is saying. Test me. Try me in this. And see if I won't. See if I won't open up the windows of heaven. I want to see what would happen. Now remember, it's your posture. It's your heart. Don't just say, I'm going to give 10% because Pastor Mark said to give 10% or we're in a 10-week challenge at church, so that's what I'm doing. He's looking at your heart. He's looking willingly. So don't come to me in 10 weeks and say, it didn't work. I tried what you said to do and it just didn't work for me. That won't work. He's looking. Will you respond to his word? Will you respond? So I'm challenging us as a body. I felt led to do that. And I... I asked God if you, I said, are you sure I can do that? Are you sure we can say that? Are you sure you want me to? And that's what he said. For those of you that have been doing that, that it won't be nothing. But again, still remain in that posture of willingly. Sometimes those are the ones, uh, we can be the ones sometimes that are, uh, you know, if it's easy to write that 10%, it's nothing, then we do it without the heart, just as much as someone that just throws it in grumbling. But have the heart knowing that you can expect a return. That's why he calls it seed. What does seed do? It produces what you sow. Nobody, no farmer gets an apple tree on accident. 
They do it because they planted an apple seed. Oh, look, there's, there's an apple tree there. Right? Pecan farming, I call them pecans. Uh, it's probably wrong. Pecan, 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 whatever. But I don't think you've ever gotten one on accident. You harvested, you did what you're supposed to do, working night and day, getting it done. Right? Cotton farming. They don't come by accident. So God is expecting us to do something. And as a church, we're going to rise. We're going to rise. And so I challenge you with that, all right? Father, we thank you this morning. I thank you for this word.